Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Feelings with Kira Bria. I know it's been a really long time since I said that. I am finally back from hiatus, the hiatus that I did not tell you I was going on. Um, because, well, I mean, if you follow me on TikTok, you've probably seen a little bit of like the things I've, I was dealing with. Um, I say things on the internet that are sensical and honestly, I do believe, and I really do stand by every video that I've made that has gotten me eaten alive. I really do stand by them. Um, but I, I will take them down once I start to receive death threats and messages listing the names of my family members and where they live and just things that I did not imagine I would be dealing with in addition to like me making videos that just get taken either super out of context or rearranged and reimagined into something that people are trying to be offended by and I've come to learn that people are going to care about what they heard even if it's not what you said um, regardless, I've just, I've just been going through some things. In addition to that, I have moved. I have gotten a dog. So like a lot of real life things were also happening that were kind of just keeping me on hiatus, but I've been wanting to come back to it for a while now. I just really knew that I needed to pivot because I think there's been a massive learning curve since I've been in this space. It's been like maybe, I think I started at the end of 2020, like November, 2020. So I guess it's been almost two years at this point. And the things I've learned, not just about like myself and how I deal with things and how I am wanting to deal with things. Like I, I, I have in mind, like the kind of person and mindset I need to have to be able to deal with this, but it's also a negotiation between, cause there's, there's a, there's a way that I was making content that was very freestyled and very off top of mind. And you know, this isn't a fully articulated thought. I'm just exploring things. And that's how my mind has worked forever. I also am neurodivergent cause I do have OCD, but um, you, when you're a smaller creator, you, you can get that shit off because nobody expects anything from you. So anything that comes out is just like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. You know, it's like people might fuck with it, they might not. But if they don't, they're just not gonna watch it. You know what I'm saying? But at this space, in my whatever the fuck I'm doing here, I don't know if I wanna call it a career. I guess I could call it a career. But I have... Not only do I have expectations set on me of like, there's this whole, you learn a lot about parasocial relationships and people have conversations with you in their head that you're not involved in, right? And then that <laughs> the anger and the frustration that, that gets built up in their conversations with their idea of you, they also project that onto you. I, I not too long ago, when I was out and about, there were these three men who came up to me and were like kind of yelling at me. And the guy in the back was like jumping and waving his arm like, you're one of them feminist ones. Like they start off being like, oh, you're from TikTok. Are you one of those fem feminist ones? Not are you one of those fem feminist ones? He knew exactly who I was and he was very upset. <laughs> I was one of those feminist ones. And 
the one in the front is saying, oh, aren't you team Amber Heard? Which, and I literally was like, buddy, it's 3 a.m. I'm team bed. And like, obviously, this person obviously misunderstood whatever content made him think that, right? But the, the parasocial relationship has really fucked all of us up because these people are having conversations with me in their head that I'm not involved in. And they're misunderstanding things that I'm saying. And then I am responsible for the misunderstandings. And something I've learned by at this point is like, it really doesn't matter what you, I mean, it does matter to me what I said, because I do stand behind the things that I say. And that is why, you know, at first I would like try to keep videos up and I would try to, I would try to explain myself and explaining myself was the absolute worst decision because people, the more information you give people, that's, that's more material for them to, to misuse and reconstruct into their argument. And everything you say will just be constructed into the narrative that they want. And when you, when you get a certain amount of a platform, I don't know, I guess people have expectations for who you are and what you're like and what your perspective is and where you're coming from. And then they kind of like do some creative writing And wherever they get, you are then also responsible for that. Which, I mean, to them, right? To me, honestly, like, being a content creator has made me lose respect for um, most people, including a lot of other content creators. If I'm being really honest, like, the way some other creators, and these will be big creators, right, have not only, like, really intentionally misunderstood something that I said and made it about them, and or a specific situation to them when I was probably not even talking to their demographic at all, what so fucking ever. And there were there were there were hints and clues to this in my content if you wanted to understand. But like I said, when somebody has the intention to misunderstand you, you're gonna lose. There's no winning in that situation. No matter what you say, no matter if you apologize, no matter if you take the video down, there's no winning in a situation where people want to use your words and your pen against you and turn it into a sword you can't win and i had i had a creator um dm me recently asking me for advice um because they're receiving a lot of hate from they were uh, receiving hate specifically from men in my experience the hate you receive from men it's less like it's really more um it's quite scary right? Because they're literally going to be physically threatening you, but it's less of like a psychological warfare in the sense of there's less mental gymnastics, I would say, um, compared to when it's, when it's women or when it's like groups of people who are not men, they're going to come at you in a way that they're trying to hurt your fucking feelings. You know what I'm saying? But men are going to try and make you scared. So they're very different and they both have really awful things about them i would say that the men is a little bit worse because you're you're threatened you feel threatened for your physical safety or you feel that your physical safety is threatened um but when it's i think it it hurts a specific way when it's people that you thought might be on your side and they very clearly have the intention to misunderstand and believe bad faith arguments about you 
And like it got to a point where so many people were harping me to apologize for words that literally did not come out of my mouth because people were creating stories about like they would take my point. They would extrapolate it to situations no one was talking about and then misunderstand my point too, right? Because fundamentally, I really do. I, and I, maybe I no, I'm not a bitch for this because I know what I'm thinking and I know what I mean. And when I really do deconstruct the things that I've said, I still believe them, right? And, but there's ways that they have been misconstrued and stories were told. And then I was supposed to apologize for like the outcome of the, the creative writing and like the climax of the stories people wrote. And I was like, but I didn't write those, you did. You know, and then it got very funny because it would, what happens, and this is why it's like, some of it was like not about me or what I said, it, it also gets to the point where creators start to, you know, use your video to shit on you because they see it's trending to do that, right? And it got to a point where there's even people being like, at Kira Bria, turn your stitches off. I'm tired of seeing people complain about you. And I'm like, bro, my stitches are fucking off. This shit has nothing to do with me. Y'all organize the fucking campaign. Talk to the campaign manager because it's not me, right? And it was to a point where people were annoyed by how many people were annoyed with me. And I was like, imagine on my, because it, it's, it's, you know, it's very much dogpiling. And, and when you're a creator in this space, they, okay, honestly, you guys, I really wanted to make an episode about um, a real topic, but now I feel like I just need to kind of tell you where I've been and why, because it's taking a lot longer than I thought. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, and I get, it might be interesting to you, who knows? I, I will say this this episode is um, gonna have some good advice for if you want to be in this space. Because um, I do get asked a lot of advice. And honestly, my biggest thing is really, really consider if you actually wanna do it. Because it is not as fun as it looks. And people are like, well, why, why don't you just quit then? Because once you get the ball rolling, it's like a couple things. It's like, first of all, once you get the ball rolling, it's already rolling. People are going to keep sending you hate messages for the rest of your life. So you like might as well make money off it kind of thing. Like I still get really aggressive messages from videos that got me a lot of hate like months ago. Right. So it's not like I can decide today to stop influencing and I will stop be affected, stop being affected by the negative parts of my influence. That's not how it works because the ball is already rolling. Um, also, obviously, there's pros to it, but there's definitely a lot more cons than it looks like. And I think in this particular space that I'm in, like the quote unquote, you know, activism, whatever. And it's funny because other people put you in that box of like activist, right? And it, it could be just for advocating for your, your own human rights, but then you become, you know, and I, whatever, I understand, but you get put into this, this space of like woke people who care about things, right? And as a woke person who cares about things, you're supposed to want to have conversations with people about everything, about your content, about your points, about hot, hot takes. Everybody wants a hot take. Everybody thinks, oh, she's trying to make a hot take. She's trying to be different. I, I wish I could explain to people how caught off guard I am when the internet is so inflamed by little tiny thoughts that come into my brain. Because 
when they come into my brain, like people don't understand I've always been like this. Like I've always had all these thoughts in my brain and I've tried to share them with people. And most of the time throughout my life, people have been like, what, why are you, what are you talking about? Like why you're being weird. You know what I'm saying? And that, that whole concept of like not having a fully articulated thought, but wanting to work it out out loud. That's not new to me. It's new. It's new to people who watch me. And so sometimes they think that the content is super premeditated and whatever things that they feel like I've left out, which could be something that's like so just not in my realm of vision that it's like, I didn't intentionally leave this thing out. This is just like, that's something, if you want to talk about it, you need to add that on, right? It's not necessarily my misstep because I'm coming from my experience and I'm not making a fully... I'm not claiming to make a fully articulated anything. And I never, I never claim to be smart. I never claim to be revolutionary. And yet when people disagree with me, everybody's, she's not as revolutionary as she thinks she is. She's nowhere near as smart as she thinks she is. And it's so funny because you see, you see the projections, right? Because people feel the need to disprove my intellect because so many other people said they thought I was smart. I was never the one to say I was smart. I was never the one to say I was revolutionary, but because people think that other people think that about me, they come with a fire to disprove it that is really uncanny and almost impressive. Like the pitchfork, the pitchfork, pitchforks on fire that have been running towards me in the past year based on, it'll be like little tiny things that I'm like, how did we get here? It's almost impressive. It's almost impressive that I can get people this angry with my words, but also I see it, it happens to so many people uh, in the content space, like their shit gets misconstrued and then people go crazy with it. People go wild. Like one of my mutuals um, was doing a natural hair journey and she like just made a slight little comment about how I can only pull white men, white men with this hair. And then so it got construed to, oh, wow, she thinks black men are never attracted to natural hair. And well, okay, so let's take her picture. Let's call her Dusty on the internet, make fun of her appearance, and then take pictures of her and put them on Hinge and see how many matches with black men she gets. All from one little comment. And this is, this is, this is the energy the internet comes with. Like, it's like, there's, there, it's, it's this crazy aggression and projection and just like literal insanity. And it'll be based on, well, for me, a lot of the issues people have is with my quote unquote tone. Like I'll ask people what I did wrong and they're like, well, it was your tone. And this is what I'm saying. I, I lost a lot of respect for a lot of creators over the past while, just from seeing the way they move and they operate behind the scenes, like one very, very large creator um, sent me like a, a, cause when, when one of my bigger internet slander campaigns had happened, I just logged off once I saw the first video, because what people don't understand is like, cause people will be like, oh, well, so many, so many creators stitched or responded to you when they were actually very nice and informative. You you don't see that. Well, for me, what I do is the, f the first thing I see, once I start to see that a storm is coming, like I remember I saw one video that was quite slandery and, but in a way that felt very premeditated. 
right? Like, oh, this has been planned for a while now. And then I saw the second one coming from a mutual who had said, I have had this problem with your content for months. And I said, months? You've had issues with my content for months and you've, you've been mutuals with me. You haven't made a single effort to reach out to me about it behind the scenes. The first time you're going to talk about it is publicly. That tells me you have the intention to humiliate and embarrass and your, your intentions here are not pure. You are trying to get some sort of gain off it and you are trying to do it in a way that you want to humiliate me. Because otherwise, if we're mutuals and you've had issues with me for months, you're going to DM me if you really give a shit, right? And if you don't DM me and you just come out, I've had this issue with you for months, instant block, instant block. Because that's something there, you've been meditating on that. And this is what I'm saying, the parasocial relationship goes beyond like you to follower, right? Follower to creator. It also goes creator to creator. And the way other creators behave, uh, a lot of them, honestly, I really, I really can't fuck with it because a lot of times they're perception first, right? So, okay, but I'm getting ahead of myself. What I was saying was when I saw that one mutual come with something that felt very premeditated and very like having the intention to embarrass me, I blocked them, right? And then I logged off the app and I said, something's about to come, something's about to go down, and it really has nothing to do with me because it's very clearly very premeditated. And it, it's like, it, I'm gonna try and articulate this as best as I can. It's like the feeling of you are showing up to a test unprepared and these people have been studying and they have like a, a massive booklet that they're about to open page one and just go in and you're like, Oh, I didn't even know we were, I didn't even know we had a test today. So I'm going to go home because whatever's about to go down is not going to be pretty. And I know that it's going to give me several panic attacks. And I just, I can't, I, I don't need to be here for this. I can tell they're about to have a party. I don't want to attend. That was literally my thought process, right? And so I logged off. And then for weeks and weeks, I'm getting, um, messages on Instagram. I mean, I think I was only like really logged off for like a week or two, but this, this continued throughout that time. <laughs> I'm getting DMs from people on Instagram being like, I'm so sorry that people are going after you. It definitely feels like a personal attack and it definitely feels like it, it's not really about you and people are just projecting. And then they would tell me like the craziest things that people had said. They would be like, this is definitely so personal because why are they trying so hard to insult your intelligence? I can't believe they said you sound like a little kid at the big kids table. And I was like, somebody said that, you know what I'm saying? So all the, all the references for the most part of like what people were saying about me, I'm getting from like a third party reference. Cause I'm not actually watching. Right. So I don't know exactly who said what, and I don't know exactly what went down and you know what? I never fucking will. And I don't want to know. Cause it had nothing to fucking do with me once. Cause the thing is like, I was getting like hundreds of messages from people being like, I don't understand how they got here. I don't understand why people are so upset. I don't understand how they started talking about this random category and this random category and saying it's all your fault. And they're saying you're not as revolutionary as you think you are. And you think you're this and you think you're full of yourself and you're really condescending and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, it's, it's, a, it was a lot for me to deal with. Right. And I'm just kind of like taking it 
and it is affecting me but i'm also i'm only getting it from people who i was only reading those messages from people who actually fucked with me but they were like trying to inform me with what was going on and on one hand i appreciated that on the other hand i was like i kind of don't want to even know but yeah anyways that was one of the first times i felt like i i lost a lot of respect for creators some of whom I had previously, like, I wouldn't say I like, you know, was like, oh, I super respect this person. Like they're my idol. It wasn't like any of my idols fell. Right. But it was like people that I thought had integrity and people that I thought were sane proved to me the opposite. Like there was one creator who who was a very big creator and I was very, very shocked with their behavior, not just because It was shocking, but because I was such a smaller creator than them that I was like, why do you even care about me at all? Like, why do you even care what my opinion is on this? If you think I'm so wrong, like you have millions of followers. Why do you care what this little bitch's account is saying then if I'm so wrong? And I think that was the main thing is like people like even in the trying so hard to disprove my opinion, it was like with an air of because we kind of think she's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you don't go so hard for somebody who's obviously wrong. It felt a little bit of, she's right, but we don't want her to be saying this. And it seems like she's too full of herself as she's saying this. And we're tired of her. And we're tired of her confidence. And we're tired of her fucking mouth. So this is the time to humble this bitch. Like it definitely felt like, this bitch needs to be humbled. Let's dogpile. Like, and I don't know, I I honestly, you know, if I'm going to be super, super transparent, (laughs) I did have um, a couple of tarot card readings. I honestly had three tarot card readings in the past year, and all of them were talking about how there are people who are watching you and trying to find your weaknesses and trying to find a way to take you down. And literally one of my tarot card reader she started crying as she was telling me this she was like i don't know why i don't know why they're trying to do this to you i don't know why somebody would be this like why they would want to hurt you so much but they are plotting and they are planning and they are watching and then once all this shit started happening i was like oh okay yeah this is it this is it but it was a lot it was a lot worse than i imagined to be honest but yeah this one creator who was like super big after I had logged off, right? So I hadn't really seen what was going on on the app and what people were talking about. If anybody's curious which situation this is, uh, it's might have something to do with a bird and a cage. That's all I'm going to say because this situation was so ridiculously out of hand for the fact that millions of people have written poems about this shit. Like, I'm like, I cannot possibly be the first person to come up with this metaphor. And I wasn't. And a million people, okay, not a million people, but several people in my comments or in my DMs were like, there's so much, there's so many essays and poems using this metaphor for this similar thing that I don't understand why people are like intentionally misunderstanding your point. And I think part of it was like, I was specifically talking about a certain type of wealthier white woman who is indulging in self-care but like expensive like high maintenance self-care activities for sport in a way where they're trying to make other people feel bad 
for not doing it. And if you were looking for the context, if you cared for the context of that video, I had literally stitched a video right before that gave all the context. And it was directed towards a specific kind of white woman. And when you take that and you recontextualize it and you apply it to situations that it was not meant in bad faith arguments, and then you ask me to apologize for where you ended up, I'm going to look at you funny. I am, right? And so I had this really big creator come in my DMs telling paragraphs on paragraphs, telling me everything everybody said about me, all the reasons people were upset. And then when I didn't respond to that, she then comments again because one of my mutuals had made a video basically saying the same thing that I did. And some of the comments were like, didn't Kira Bria say this and she got eaten alive? And that creator was like, yeah, she did. That's why I'm trying to watch my tone, right? And I, I replied to the comment saying, didn't Kira Bria say this and she got eaten alive? And I said, yeah, I did say that. But if I'm not the kind of person who can say this, then that's fine. I'm glad somebody else can say it because clearly I can't say it, right? And then that same big creator who had messaged me like paragraphs on paragraphs of everything everybody said I did wrong, including her own thoughts of what I did wrong. She then comments on that video and says, no, her video was nothing like yours because yours was condescending and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, the creator herself said that she was saying the same thing as me. So why are you so pressed to get, like, it, it, it's a weird sort, like, what do you need from me is what I felt. I was like, your, your account is so much bigger than mine. People listen to you way more than they listen to me. Why are you so concerned with, me about this if you think that I'm wrong why are you so concerned then what do you need from me because if you, if you send me a big long message and I don't respond and then you are now commenting and I'm still not responding and you your platform is several 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 times bigger than mine what do you what is your end game what is your goal here and that's when I was like I don't know if this is about me because that's not behavior that indicates that it's about me. You understand? Because it, you have no reason to be on my page. Your, your shit's way bigger than mine. People listen to you way more than me. I don't know what kind of validation you want from somebody you disagree with. Do you understand? It doesn't make sense to be needing so much from somebody that you wouldn't respect because you didn't like their opinion. I don't know if that made sense. But it just felt like a lot of that. And then like later on with other situations, it becomes, oh, well... You know, she turns off her stitches and she blocks people who disagree with her. And I'm like, I, I block people who come come at me with words like this bitch is the dumbest bitch I've ever seen. And she says the stupidest shit every other week. In what world is that how you start a conversation with someone? Like, obviously, you don't want to have a conversation with me if you're starting off in a way that would cause someone to never want to talk to you again. Like, that's just like human communication skills slash like obvious common sense. When you come at someone with like a certain amount of vitriol, you cannot then turn around and be like, well, why aren't you having a conversation with us? You don't want to have a conversation with me. You want to elevate your content, right? You want to elevate your content. And that's why I got to a point where so, and this is something I wasn't even saying. There were so many other creators being like, y'all aren't even watching this bitch's video. You're just trying to hop on game. Like you're just trying to hop on the trend because you know, it's getting you views 
and you're not trying to understand what she's saying and what she's saying is not that a hard to understand b problematic or like even that dramatic of an idea like i think sometimes i say things and people are like whoa that's really out of pocket but they don't understand there's like a whole other group of people who are like yeah i get it i liked that i totally understand what you're saying right and so like because all the videos that i've gotten crazy hate about there's always like a core demographic who completely understands what i'm saying they like what i'm saying they think it's they might think it's smart they might think it's insightful or they might just feel seen by it right and so sometimes i'll try to leave the videos up because they are helpful to my demographic of people who i know are fucking with me and are on my wavelength of what i'm trying to say and they're trying to understand but if you try not to understand and you're actively trying to misunderstand and you're trying to find a way to make it offensive because you're tired of me speaking with confidence and like conviction, then I'm sure there's some shit you can pick at for fun, but fuck, is it that fun for you? Like I was watching this shit happen and I'm like, some of y'all look bored. Some of y'all look like you're hating on me just for the fucking like you don't even look like you, you care or that you even watch the video. But then it's funny because like I said, the parasocial relationship specifically even between creators is so strange because like one of my mutuals reposted a video of a man talking about how I didn't even want to make one of my videos. I think it was about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing. He was like, look at her face in this. She doesn't even look like she wants to make this video. Now, if you know me, you know that I get a lot of comments about my eyes. I get a lot of comments about looking tired. I get a lot of comments about being deadpan. And that is kind of just my my face and my shtick is that a lot of people think I'm really dry. And I don't know, that's just, that's just who I am and how I am. But it was funny because my intentions get recontextualized to the moment, right? He had stitched a video of me crying about getting so many death threats from that situation. And he was like, in the video, it didn't even look like she wanted to make that video. And that's the problem with influencing these days is creators think they need to speak on issues they don't even want to speak on. And I was like, you think I didn't want to talk about how female abuse victims will be affected by a woman lying about abuse? You thought I didn't want to talk about that? You thought I had no interest in that? based on the way you think my eyes are and the way you read that to be, right? And then one of my mutuals reposts that. And I just have to sit and then, and literally still to this day, there's, there's some mutuals that you have that you're like, okay, but now if I unfollow this person, somebody's gonna say some shit about it and make some sort of fucking bad faith argument about what it means for my personality and my psychology, when it could just be, you're moving like a fucking snake and I don't want to follow you anymore. Because why are you retweeting things that recontextualize my intentions, which are wrong? Like, uh. and the thing is, it, it all goes into the parasocial bank of what people decide that I am. And they decide, oh yeah, she makes videos just to, to get a rise out of people. And she's just trying to be different. And she didn't even want to make this video. When obviously, like, what do you, how are you going to tell me I don't want to make a video that is speaking for female survivors? 
That is crazy to me. That is crazy to me. And that speaks to not only the misunderstanding of my point and my context, but everybody's ready to jump to a bad faith argument, especially if it's good for the plot, right? And so I started to realize you absolutely cannot win because, you know, I try, I even tried to start to bring literature into it. I tried to use an educational resource, a well-written book that's been well-referenced and one of my smartest friends in the world referred it to me and I used it to make a point and I really thought I, I really, I'm such a dumbass. I really thought I was safe. I said, you know what? I quoted a book this time that supports my point. I really thought I was safe. I was, I was, I, I'm so fucking stupid. I'm so fucking stupid. And they, uh, and it, it, that one was like, okay, you know what? We're done here. We're, we're done with the, the trying to educate and to be, to have fun thoughts. You need to, you, you can't do that. You can't like, and it sucks because the way I first started to use my page, which was very ex explorational, very freestyled, very free thought, very, let's explore this thought out loud. I absolutely cannot do that anymore because everything gets misconstrued and everything is a weapon against me. Every word that I speak is a potential weapon against me. And I've had to take some time off to think about how I'm going to pivot because as much as people say, ignore the hate, as you will see, if you're paying attention to the way creators are being treated right now, it's way too vicious. It is way too vicious to just ignore. It has become way too invasive because people on the street will yell at you. You get death threats every day and people, and even when it's not the death threats, the amount of people who could be, it could be queer women who are trolling you now. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not just incels. It's everybody who thinks they have a good reason to be displeased with you and they want to make your life a living hell for as long as they see you on their FYP. And they make it personal and they really go out of their way and so it's not something that you can just ignore. And it's not even in the sense of, oh, like, you just need to work to be able to ignore it. Once it's such an overwhelming and invasive amount of messages and feedback and just everything for any human brain, you're not like wired to deal with that. And for me, it's like, especially when it's when it's the men giving death threats, like I panic attacks all the time because you do feel really unsafe you know and it's not something that's ignorable and I I I hate me and every other creator if you're not a creator you cannot tell creators to just ignore it because you have no idea what it what it's like like if if you have thousands of people DMing you that they're going to kill you and your family after that happens to you then you can tell people to ignore something like that but before that happens to you you really do need to shut up and telling people to just ignore it is probably the worst advice I've heard. I was actually talking to my mutual about this today. It's like, everybody thinks that's such a hot take. Just ignore it. Okay, you just ignore thousands of people saying the names of your family, where they live, and what they're going to do to them. You try and do that. You do that first. You tell me how you did that. And then you come back to me. 
but yeah, I think what I've learned is like people are going to be upset with you for what they heard, even if it's not what you said. And even if you explain further what you said, that's probably a bad idea because you're actually giving more, you're giving people that already don't want to understand you and already disagree with more material to use against you when you explain yourself. And that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned is like, if somebody misunderstood, you need to let them misunderstand. Don't try and explain more because it's actually going to make it a lot worse. You would think you come into this space, or at least I do. I come into, you know, the creative space thinking, or even just the world thinking, if I explain myself and the way I'm thinking about this point, even if people don't fully agree, they can maybe at least understand where I'm coming from. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There is no sense. And I think that's like one of the biggest tips I have for anybody who wants to become a creator. You really need to understand this shit is not feel good shit. Okay. Even when you do make feel good shit and people feel good about it, it's going to be fleeting and you're going to notice it starts to, it starts to have to be a little bit fake and you understand, you start to understand more and more why people choose characters to become on their, on their content instead of being their authentic selves. Like I remember when I first came into this space, I definitely saw people who were like creating characters and being like, you know, I wonder why they do that because I would always just want to be myself. I think that would be easier. No, because yourself is no longer yourself once you're on the internet. Everybody gets to have an opinion on your character and your character's development and your character's true intention. Basically, what I'm saying is you're going to become a character regardless. People view you as a character to tear apart regardless. And so it's actually a lot easier to watch people tear apart and reconstruct the narrative of a character that is not really you. Because when it is really you, that is harder to deal with because when, when people are misunderstanding a character that you're putting on, okay, they're misunderstanding your character. But when people are recontextualizing you, it fucks with you. It does start to fuck with you. However, it also makes you very strong in knowing who you are because you become so sharpened by the things that you're not. Your sculpture, the sculpture of your real being, is it gets so finely chiseled and so specifically and articulately chiseled by the misinformed comments of other people. Like, I would say... As much as this journey has been so painful, I definitely have learned like a, a, an enormous amount and who I feel that I am and my values and what I want are so much more crystal clear than ever before. Like the other day, someone was like, oh, well, you need to just figure out who you are. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You cannot be on this space for two years and not know who you are because every day you're bombarded by things that you're not and opinions of you that you're not. And you're also bombarded with opinions of you that are close, but not quite right. And you're also bombarded with projections, good or bad, right? People will like you because they're projecting and people will dislike you 
because they're projecting. And when you're on the other side, it's a lot easier to realize how much it has nothing to fucking do with you at fucking all, good or bad. Most of what people think of you has nothing to do with you. And so your identity and yourself becomes very fucking crystal clear. You can't not know who you are in this space. The biggest, like being in this space has fundamentally made me know who I am, respect who I am, and also see the things that I need to work on in regards to, I definitely give a lot of compassion to people who are not being compassionate to me. I definitely still like sometimes will care about the opinions or the general effect on people that I, I don't respect or admire or want to be like. And so that was something I had to drop and work on. Um, but honestly, one of the biggest things that being on this space in the internet has changed for me is that I like fundamentally don't fuck with most people anymore. Like I literally turned into an introvert and it's because you see the way people really are, right? You see, you don't just see the way people are like in the dark. Like obviously you have the, the faceless profile pictures who are always trolling. Obviously you have those, but you also have the people who are like still hiding on their accounts. Even if they do have a couple videos up, they're still, they still are a lot more confident on the internet and they're a lot more misunderstanding of people on the internet and they're a lot more likely to project on the internet because the thing is I know in real life these people are not going to step to me well specifically like the women who have been upset with me they're not going to come at me with the the vitriol they do on the internet because I'm I'm a five foot ten strong looking woman who's well spoken you're not coming to me with that energy you're simply not and I think part of that is why people do want to come at me specifically with that kind of energy I think online in real life, online and in real life, I do get perceived as a quote unquote strong woman, right? A confident woman, somebody who knows who she is, somebody who can't be fucked with. So when they find a chance to fuck with you, which is online where they feel like they can do it without really having the guts to do it. Cause when you're doing, when you're commenting online, you're not commenting with guts. You're commenting. It's, it's pretty spineless at the end of the day. Um, because you don't have to back that up with like the confidence to say that to someone, you know, you get to be a sea of comments in the peanut gallery. You're safer getting your shit off. And so I think it might be cathartic for a lot of people who perceive themselves to maybe not be able to step to someone like me in real life to shit on me on the internet. I think I've seen a lot of women take out, take that out on me, take that out in my comment section of like, And again, this isn't just me saying this, right? I didn't get here on my own. I have creators who have really big platforms who have either experienced the same thing as me or they say, like, I can tell that people are doing this to you because you're a woman who speaks with conviction. And it pisses me off that that's why they feel like they can do this to you because they think that they can get this shit off, right? But it is is just that. It's that uh, I think... People see somebody like me, they, they make assumptions about my personality based on the way that I talk, which are really not true because I actually am a Pisces and I'm actually very sensitive and I'm actually a crier. And, but also you see that with everything. Like there's been times that I've made a video that's pissed somebody off and I asked a question about it, like genuinely that I didn't know. And people were like, this feels like 
gaslighting. I feel like you already know the answer. And I'm like, I don't know the answer. I am not God. I am a 24 year old person. That's all I am. But I think a lot of times when people perceive you to be confident, they think maybe these things won't affect you. They think that their words won't affect you because they perceive you to be harsh. But my harshness is really just bluntness, right? I don't perceive the words I'm saying a lot of times to feel that that harsh or aggressive. But because people have decided that I think a lot of myself and that I think I'm revolutionary, I think I'm really smart, I think I'm infallible. Like when that creator came with that, that massive paragraph message, I was like, oh, so I'm having panic attacks every day and anxiety constantly about this. And they expect me to read all this and respond like this is like I fucking work for them. I'm like, I'm mentally awful right now. And so the fact that you are ex- you are requiring this from me when I don't have it for you, I simply don't have it for you is crazy to me. And then when I don't respond to you, you comment again. It was nuts. It was nuts. And you just, I started to not fuck with people. I started not to, I don't fuck with that as a value system because I would have other creators being like, Hey, are you okay? Because this has happened to me before. And I know that this is a lot, or even if it hadn't happened to them, Hey, are you okay? You have the creators who reach out with compassion. And then you have the creators who are very obviously prioritizing the parasocial and what the audience thinks and how it came off before the person. And I'm like, I'm struggling with suicidal thoughts. And you want me to respond to this big ass message about all the ways I disappointed you when I've never met you in my life. And you think I fucking owe you something when you don't pay me, you don't pay for my medication that I take for my mental health. You don't, you don't, you don't know me. You don't know my situation. And yet you require this thing from me that I never promised to give you. And that's when I really, really, that situation really fundamentally shifted the way I think about people and life. And so many of these situations did. And it's like the, a lot, like not just with people, but also with creators and with people who work in your field. Like I don't necessarily respect someone just because they're successful. You know what I'm saying? I respect someone depending on the way they move and what they prioritize. And it, it, people really just show, show their true colors. I would say in a way that was surprising to me, very surprising to me. I didn't think this is what people were like. And I think that's why I, cause I grew up as an only child. Um, and I think I always like had this, this feeling that I was, I was lonely and I needed to be around more people to make me feel whole. And then once I got exposed to so many different people, people's opinions, people's interactions, people's this, that, the other thing, people's mindsets, people's priorities. I was like, you know what? Most people are whack. Most people are whack and I would rather stay home. LOL. Yeah, those are just some thoughts. I totally meant to make a whole different episode today, um, but clearly that's something I needed to get off my chest. So that is, yeah, definitely why I've been away for so long. I've had to just kind of consider how I'm going to be pivoting my content because like something I learned is whatever shit I thought I was doing is simply not worth the mental toll it takes on me. 
Um, so yeah, I definitely am pivoting my content and working on that. Um, but I am going to be posting my, my podcasts and my YouTube videos consistently starting now. So I am going to be back on a weekly basis. You can look forward to these episodes. I really appreciate you for still listening, even though I went ghost on you without explaining. Um, I really appreciate those of you who still fuck with me and are real ones and have supported me through all this. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate your support and I promise to be more consistent. Yeah, but I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.